everybody hello listeners uh thank you for joining in to the our better days podcast um i just want to start off by saying that we did change the name of this podcast because i uh well mainly because their our original title was um life is unfair but there's already a podcast called that it's actually fairly popular so i would have felt like a jackass just kind of trying to piggyback off the success of that podcast so I, I wanted our own identity, so we all decided that Our Better Days was a good uh, name for that. Uh, my name's Ryan, and I am joined by uh, Sexy Sam and Big Dick Dominic. You guys want uh, to introduce you, you. yourselves? Yep, I'm yeah. Dominic. I'm so, Sexy Sam. Oh, right here. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to start off every episode by asking a few questions. So um, first question, I'll ask this one first because it'll probably be the quickest one probably not that much discussion behind it i want to know what the what uh your favorite thing that you ate today was so uh we'll have dominic go first i didn't really eat much today to be honest i guess the favorite my favorite thing would be like a special k protein bar it's like (laughs) chocolate and caramel flavored i i get it at the gas station next to work every time i work it because it's it's nice it's sweet and it's a fucking protein bar yeah, dude. Okay. Hmm. Are you saying well, for me, I didn't really have a whole lot today. Um, I just kind of had something quick at McDonald's for lunch, just like a double quarter pounder, because I was just feeling like some protein, you know? Just one of those days. Cool. One of those days where you don't want to wake up! Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't eat a lot today either. I had a um, I had a hungry man TV dinner. That was about it. That was it. So, yeah. it's just one of those all starving ourselves. It's just one of those days where I just don't feel like eating that much. Yeah. You work. Yeah, you did work today because you said you got your protein bar from the yeah, gas but... station by work. Yeah, but even though I'm still on my grunt, I I I just can't fucking eat McDonald's anymore. That's good. I'm I'm happy about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, McDonald's is kind of gross when you when you work there. But once you stop working there for a while, you'll um you will realize how good it actually is. I don't know. The only thing that I would real honestly, the only thing that would really keep me going is like the fries. And even then, I I would probably be that person and ask for them to be fresh. Fresh fries. I don't know. Really? Fries are always hitting as says hell. Yeah, that's why I always ask for them fresh. See, I think and what you have to do is don't ask for them sometimes. fresh. Ask. Ask for them with no salt. That 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 way they have to make a new batch, you know? Because if you ask for them fresh, they might just throw old fries in the fryer for a minute or two. I've never done that, but some locations might do that. I've done that. <laughs> Alright. Um, other question that I have is uh, for everyone to share a fun fact about themselves. Um, 
So I guess I'll go first. My fun fact is that I do not have a third nipple. Despite popular belief. Uh, so, Tony, who wants to go next? I almost got hit by a car in first grade. Really? Ooh. Basically, Shit. I was... So, like... Basically, I was in first grade or something. You think I was leaving. My dad was there, and like a dumb kid, like, you know what dumb kids do sometimes, I just start running to his car, not looking both ways in the Pinewood parking lot. I hear, like, a tire screech, and then I look to my left, and it's, like, the fucking bumper of a pickup truck. Yeah, dude, that almost happened to me. So, um, you know how, uh, like, the crosswalk, right, where they have those, uh, people with the orange flag, the crosswalk guards, whatever they're called? Yeah. There was a bunch of traffic going by, and when I was little, I just decided to go, and I was just started walking across the street (laughs) when all these cars were coming, and then the... (laughs) Yeah, lady, crossing guard lady grabbed me and flung me back. Uh, saved my life. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow, keto. By you, Sam. What's your fun fact? Uh, uh, my fun fact. Uh, I drink soda a lot, a lot. I usually have like, let's say about. 56-ish ounces a day. It's kind of my regular drink, which is unusual, but, yeah. I, I say what makes this a fun Fucking fact is that you are, you are easily the lightest out of all of us. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a fun far. fact. I just got my routine, and I can just drink and eat whatever the no. fuck I want. <laughs> you can drink and eat whatever you want, because your metabolism is a goddamn nightmare. I got it from my dad. It's a dream. I mean, on one hand, yeah, that is a dream. You you could basically just like, I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want, and my body is going to be able to compensate for it. Yeah, I mean, one bad thing about that. So like with most people, right, you can tell you're getting unhealthy because you get fat, right? Like you start gaining weight and you're like, okay, I need to chill out on what I'm doing here. But if you're like Sam and you just stay skinny and you eat whatever you want and you just stay skinny, you might be super unhealthy and not even know it, you know? Mm -hmm. I guess that's true, but... A lot of, like, health problems are somewhat linked with obesity, like a higher chance for stroke, a higher chance for heart attack, health disease, and all that. That's true. Maybe Sam's metabolism is, like, it's just able to make it, it's just able to run efficiently no matter what's put in. My hypothesis is that having that metabolism burns all the bad shit out of my bloodstream so that only the sexy shit remains. You know what I mean? (laughs) And that's all I see, so I'd have to I'd have to say that's very plausible. Everybody reacts to shit differently, so that could be true. I can't speak I wonder, for myself because I Because you what? I was that's just ending like I it's not my body, so I can't exactly speak for like how Sam's body exactly works with its metabolism. Right, I can't either, obviously. Have you had experiences with Sam's body, Dominic?
Maybe if I was blackout drunk. <clears throat> mm. Well, I'll have to put that to the test. Um, I was gonna say, I wonder if um if we fed Sam some sort of poison, what would happen? If his body would just flush it out real quick, or if it would even affect him? Because I mean, I mean, Sam can handle his alcohol really fucking well. Like, like as well as someone that's two times as heavy as him could. So I'm wondering if he would just say fuck the poison and just, you know, flush it out of his body real quick. I choose to believe that. What do you think, Dominic? Maybe his iPod would actually work like a fucking gusher to him. A gusher? Like, the fruit gusher, like, but instead of killing him or making him sick, it would actually just, like, it would just taste like a really bitter and plasticky fruit gusher, and that's it. You wouldn't even get sick off of it. Maybe. There's a big-ass bug in this room. I need, um, something to kill it. This bug is, has a lot of, or, this room has a lot of bugs in it. Dude, that's mm. a lot of blood. I'm like... not gonna lie, for Go ahead. For my basement room, I'm legitimately kinda of surprised I don't see as many spiders as I do. Yeah, you're like, lucky. Um th- I mean, oh, there's another Yeah, they don't come up that often. Well like this is like it's like a little storage room, extra room in the house. Well it's not a storage room, but that's what we used it as. Until I kinda took it over for this. Um Mm. And it has like a window, but the window is kind of open. It has a lot of open areas in it, so bugs just crawl in and it's really gross. Oh, that might be why, because I remember like, um, I think it was uh, the first or second summer I was in my basement room. I saw, no, it was the first summer. I, uh, one time when I was in my bed, I uh, found a tick that almost spit into me, and so of course I killed it, and oh then I found another God. tick. Yeah, and at that point, I'm just like, okay. (laughs) No, I just found the two, and it's. I actually duct taped the edges of my window in my basement room. Yeah, I need to. Um, but to be fair, like something. Though to be honest, like my my basement window room isn't even a regular room. I think you guys made a fair comparison. It's like a fucking small rectangle prison room. Yeah, it really is. It doesn't even have a screen built in. It's just. Yeah, like, it doesn't even have a screen built in. Like, if you just open it, it just goes directly outside. There's no screen or anything, so... That yeah, little window is there, the, so... It's not that, so it's not that good of a window. Window is there just so that can legally qualify as a room. I feel like it's why there's a window in here, just so we can legally qualify as a room, like a bedroom, you know? Because in order I, for a bedroom to be legal, it needs to have a window in it, in case there's oh, a no, fire not and that- shit. Actually, not even that, because um, the landlord came by, and it doesn't even qualify as that. Technically, I'm not yeah. allowed to sleep under here, and if the landlord finds out, it's just, we'll basically just be like, well, he has to move up to, like, an upstairs room with an actual proper fire escape. Oh, Fuck shit, that. Bro. So, like, if the landlord is ever doing, like, maintenance in here, or, like, he actually has to do some deep stuff under here, sometimes we have to move my bed... Huh. Or, like, I have to keep my bedroom door closed just so he doesn't see the fucking bed and dresser in here. Uh, well, I mean, there is that little, like, gaming room that you have that 
I mean, you could, if if it did end up needing to happen, you could just move into there. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. Oh, no, that actually used to be where my room was. I just wanted the basement really? room for, yeah, I just wanted the basement room because it's, even though people have to come downstairs, you know, to use the freezer down here and to do laundry, it's mostly farther away from people, so I could just sort of be by myself a lot. Yeah, you don't get interrupted when you're jerking off. You can, you can, because when you lived in the apartment, you couldn't use your flashlight whenever you wanted, you know, because you'd be worried about people walking in or whatever. But now, I mean, you can use your flashlight whenever you want because you know when people are coming because you just hear the creaking of the stairs. So, or like I hear the light come on. Yeah, so flashlight is probably getting a lot more use, I would assume, since you've moved down there. Nah, the one I had was like cheap as shit. I threw it away like a year ago. Really? I've never, I've never had one. I've never tried one. I wanted, I, I want to just because I want to compare and see how close it is to the real thing. Um, I'll, I've heard, I could... I've heard that it's, I've heard that it's not. I hear, I've heard that they are very overrated. They kinda are. Like, of course, I can, I can't fucking compare the real thing, but <laughs> I from. My use, it's like, it's an all right, but at the same time, I bought a cheap one, so I feel like if I would, like, I feel like you would have to get, like, a a good one. Because the one I bought, I just bought it at the back of Spencer's out of, like, a random-ass impulse buy, because Johnny was with me, and it was like, eh, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. Old Johnny. Yeah, um, and the, the weird thing willing, of, I'm not willing to buy one just for the experiment. I'm just not willing to. But what were you saying? Yeah. Because also this, uh, you would probably need a lube. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, you, you're supposed to lube it up or lube your dick up before you put it in there. I think. But no, nah, but no, yeah, and like at the end of the day, it just became weirdly annoying because even though I'm in the basement room, sometimes people still have laundry, and sometimes they still come down to use the downstairs freezer. So I have to wait till I could. When I used to use it, I had to wait till it was later at night, and then I would use it, well, and then when make sure no one was around, I had to clean it. Oh, and on top of that, mm. I actually got some separate spray that's specifically designed for cleaning sex toys, because yeah. I didn't want to, like, oh, I just didn't want to, like, you know, risk slightly ruining the thing. I made sure I got decent cleaner for it. Dominic's sex toys are serious business. You heard it right here. Yeah, dude. They yeah, are. You, the All last thing you need are. is... For, the last thing, because let's be real, the last thing you need is like, uh-oh, you in, you didn't clean your flashlight properly last time, and your dick vein got cut from some crust left over. <laughs> oh, but I respect the hustle, honestly. Um, this is random, but do you hear any noise in the background of my microphone? Sometimes. Sometimes. What, is it, what is it, does it sound like? What does it sound like? It's just it, there's no distinguished sound. It just sounds like random background background noise every now and again. Is it is it distracting? Not really, though. I should say Sam figured this out. There is like a setting you could set on so like it doesn't. It's like Turn noise on can... noise reduction. Is it where's that at? Uh, that would be like voice and video. Yeah, user settings, I think it would be in voice and video. Noise reduction. Why is that not on? Why is that not automatically on? That's fucking stupid. Why would that not be an automatic feature? Good question. Good question. Okay. 
I don't know. Companies can be really fucking dumb sometimes. All right. Well, I turned it on. Cool. Um. Well, I guess if we're on the topic of this, Sam, have you had any experience with any kind of sex toy ever in your life? Uh, not quite. For some reason, I never, like, saw the need for it. I just do fine with lousy palms alone. Yeah, why would you need Valley to buy a $20 repertory when old Saki fulfills the job? <laughs> don't jerk. Okay, no, you don't jerk off with the sock. That you just use that to dispose of, right? You don't like put the sock on your dick and then jerk off with it, do you? Well, for me, I don't really bother with the sock. I just use tissues. That's my thing. I just shove it back. <laughs> I just shove it back in my pants and walk around with crusty, cummy underwear. <laughs> I did. I, I did do that in middle school, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Now I, I'll say this for Sam. Now I know when I go to visit Sam, it's just like, oh, he's got a lot of tissue around here. Huh? Why is this trash I only away. filled with tissues I and not do cans? Sam, why is this trash can filled with tissues? You just got a cold or something? <laughs> the fuck's wrong with your snot? It's all br- <laughs> What's wrong with your snot. It looks like it caramelized. When I when I was in middle school, when I was in middle school, that's definitely what I did. I would just bust one and then just stick it back in my pants and not even worry about it, cause you know. Uh, oh God, excuse me, cause middle schoolers are gross. Middle schoolers are gross, but I also feel I've also heard this somewhere, and I agree with it. Middle school is probably the place is probably like the meanest place, realistically, or at least when while we were growing up, because. When we got to high school, like a lot of the people were like chill, and I feel like the mean people, the more angry, rude people would just sort of stick to their own cliques. Um, yeah, middle schoolers but- are fucking mean. That's it's because so when you're in middle school and you're around that uh that age where you start puberty, you're super insecure about everything, every little thing about yourself you're insecure about. So a lot of kids, um just go and are just mean to other kids and make fun of other kids to try to help with their own insecurities. You know? Like, middle uh, schoolers are fucking mean. You're right. Also, I guess when I was in puberty, uh, you know, like, uh, hormones can somewhat take over and, like, you could get pretty emotional. Oh, boy, how do yeah. can they? Well, I guess for me, I decided to overclock in the rage department and it took around, like... And it's only until the later half of my sophomore year where I started to cool down, but I still had, but I was still snippy every now and again. It was only, I think, until the later half of senior year when I finally actually tried to calm down, where it's just like, all right, bro, stop being a prick. Yeah, dude, I do not look fondly back on that period in my life. God, I, I was such a fucking dick as a teenager. That was so bad, actually. Oh, it's weird. I'm not seeing Sam... When Sam speaks, I'm, I'm not seeing his little thing turn green. It Are works you seeing for that, Dominic? me. No, I'm seeing whenever Sam speaks it. It might just be your Wi-Fi being fucking poodoo again. <laughs> poodoo, yeah. Um, But Sam, I'm sorry, you were referring to what part of your life? Oh, my teenage years, when I was going through puberty. Like, that insecurity shit was hitting me way hard back then, so 
that thing that you were describing yeah. about like you know people are kind of angry like kind of dickish because like they're trying to sort out their own feelings in their own life so it's kind of like a way of like i'm not saying trying to take it out on others but more just like it's almost the only thing you know how to do to like let out some of your uh insecurity you know what i mean yeah just to just point out other people's insecurities yeah i don't think you ever did it's that just though. A i never saw you mechanism. Do for sure. Um, well, I was always pretty I was pretty, pretty chill, insecure. But... I think We're... I was a little insecure, but I was just angry for angry's sake back then. Like, I was just a you little were prick. angsty? Teenage angst? <laughs> yeah, but, like, again, yeah. like, I feel, I feel like the only proper version of angst was, again, sort of like the split my mother and father went through and, like, some of the phases my mother went through. Which is a topic yeah. entirely, I will say, for another episode, because that shit gets a bit personal. personal. Yeah, for sure. No, we can talk about it some other time if you want. I um, I realized, I said a... Okay, never mind. That's irrelevant. Um, should we, should we talk about what our biggest insecurities were as teenagers? Eh. Well, let's see if, like, all of us want to. Like, do you want to, Sam? That would be a decent topic. It's just, I really have to jog my memory back, because yeah, fuck, me too, it's me too. a while. It's the thing. Uh, I would so... be down to do that, but I, I don't know. I would have to... I mean, I was insecure about my acne, for sure. That was definitely one thing. Um, But looking back on it, I don't even think I really had that much acne. Like, being real... Like, um, it would probably, again, I guess to disappoint the one person listening, we would probably have to save the insecurity talk for a later episode. So, like, all of us could, like, jog memories and stuff and just really bring that back. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, is there anything that comes to your mind straight away that you can just touch upon real quick? Like, it... Admittedly, like, let's just say my... Well, you two know this, but I've always had a bit of a fat ass, and, like, it's always... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've always had that. Even to the point where my mother used to do like the, you know, the old white parent thing of like spanking me as punishment. But no, really? Yeah, but the thing is, by the time I got to fourth grade, it wouldn't fucking work anymore because it started to hurt her <laughs> more than it hurt me. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so it's just like yeah. I'd be a li- I'd be a little shit in fourth grade and she'd like, you know, try to punish me, but it wouldn't fucking work. Got some Kim K booty, bro. Got some, that mine's uh, real. <laughs> exactly. But, right? No, no plastic. But do you oh, know man. Ron Jeremy's? You know who Ron Jeremy is, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, he has that ginormous cock. You have that, but it's your ass. <laughs> right? So Ron Dominic's Jeremy, ass, yeah. my acne. And what about you, Sam? What's something that you're insecure about, that you were at least, uh, that you can think of just off the top of your head? So, it kind of took me a while for me to actually realize that, like, my voice was changing back then. Because I always had the self-concept that my voice was way too squeaky and way too high-pitched. That was, like, a thing that, like, bugged the fuck out of me just thinking about it. Okay. Which... 
was an exaggeration because by the time I was like, I don't know, 14 or something, my register had already dropped like two or three octaves and I was just kind of being a bitch at that point. Can understand that for sure. Well, your voice is very sexy now. I remember one time I accidentally scared my mom with my voice deepening. Like she was, <laughs> like she was in another room, and I said someone was at the door of her apartment and they needed her help, right? And I was, well, they need, yeah, they needed her help, and I freak. She got like freaked out, like, "Oh my god, who's that?" And I'm just like, "It's your son." Me, mother. <laughs> it's it's me. And I guess at that point I realized, oh. Man, my voice changed pretty quick, didn't it? Yeah, I don't really think I have any stories like that. Like, puberty wasn't a huge deal for me. Nobody really made it that big of a deal. Like, my family didn't really point anything out at all. I don't know. I I guess I just kind of got taller, and my voice changed a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the most my dad gave me was, like, he gave me some facial cream stuff and he just like he wanted me to try to keep on top of my acne but I feel like after yeah, a, you know what keep going I'm sorry but like after a while I think he just sort of like chilled out on it yeah I mean now that you mentioned that I didn't like my acne and I had back knee you know acne on my back and that really bothered me oh but I really, like, when I look back at it, I don't think it was that bad. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, at the at the time, when you're so insecure, you think that everything is so bad, and you think that you're just horrific fucking monster. But then if you saw pictures of yourself, you're like, yeah, it wasn't really... I mean, it's there, but it wasn't really as bad as I thought it was, you know? Yeah, looking back, it's like, huh, I really over-exaggerated this problem. Yeah. For sure. Um, well. Uh, I have another topic that I wanted to... So, the other question that I wanted to ask is I wanted to hear just a interesting story about something that you witnessed or something that happened to you or just something that you find interesting. Like, it can be something recent or something from the past. It doesn't matter. Um... I have one ready. I don't know if you guys do. If you want me to go first or whatever. No, you go first. It'll uh, give me time to like try to think of something interesting. Okay, so me and my girlfriend were at Walmart not that long ago. And we were just, you know, doing our thing shopping. And I noticed this older lady. She was wearing a face mask, so I couldn't exactly tell how old she was. But she was all hunched over doing the old grandma walk. So I would assume she was like in her 60s at least. And she had a guy who was probably in his 30s, probably late 30s with her. And um, she was wearing one of those, like, mesh fishnet type shirts. You know, that's, like, see-through. Um, oh. But it's, like, see-through, but it has, like, a dark tint to it, you know? And I, I looked over at her real quick, and I noticed she wasn't wearing a bra, and you could literally, you could see everything. Her tits were just out for the wind, like, like breeze hitting it. Oh my, it was, I was taken aback for a second. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Have a sexual awakening there? 
Mm, maybe. That has yet to be seen. But it's just one of those things where you're like, huh, okay. And like, like I told uh, like my mom about it. My girlfriend saw it too, and she was like, what the fuck? And I like told my mom about it, and she was like, they sh- the people at the door should have told her not to go in, or that she couldn't go in. But the thing is, when someone does something so outrageous like that, a lot of the times people don't know how to how to um approach it so they just kind of let it slide you know yeah definitely plus i feel like i'm gonna be honest in that case it's not realistically hurting anyone so why would you care oh yeah you're right it's just like i don't know it was surprising like in that situation it's just like you look at it, it's like the fuck and then you I, you just go on your day <laughs> Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, who was the guy with her? Because like he was, he was significantly younger than her. So I'm like, is that like her son? And like, he was trying to tell his, like, she's all old and senile, and he was like trying to tell her, like, no, maybe you shouldn't go out dressed like that. And then he's like, it's fine, don't worry about it. And eventually he was like, whatever, I'll just whatever. He might, like, he might just be her son, and like. She might be just getting to the later parts of her life, and he's just trying to, like, help her every now and again. Yeah, I don't know. But. Alright. It's my story for the, for the podcast. You guys have anything? Uh, Mick, do you have something cooked up? Hmm. I feel like the... And this one's going to be a bit quick, but... Uh, Alright, so what... I'll explain. So what happened is uh, one time I went to Cub in the middle of the night. I say in the middle of the night, it was like 9 p.m. So I just went there to pick up some stuff, and I guess there were just all of a sudden these guys just break into a fucking fight. (laughs) Like, I didn't see much. Like, they go into the middle of an aisle, and I didn't see much because I I guess it got breaking up immediately, and then they just I guess... After the employees broke it up, they just decided to take it outside. Granted, I, mean, I didn't. How, how, granted, I didn't see the fight outside? after that, but I guess something must have happened because afterwards, uh, after I was done shopping and looking around, a fucking cop was speaking to one of the employees who saw the fight happen. So it's like, oh, maybe something happened outside, or they're trying to get some fucking reports or something. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty tame shit. I haven't witnessed a lot of fights in my life, but um, whenever they occur, I always treat it as a little gift from God, because <laughs> I find that entertaining. Shit. Oh, I guess Dude. speaking of, this is, I guess you could call it a fight, question mark, but it was more just straight up assault. So, <laughs> so I, I still remember, and it was back in high school, right? I think I was okay. in junior year or something, and it, so... Like, uh, I was just eating lunch, and then all of a sudden, one of the tables next to me, this fucking oh chick just God. starts hitting another one. And then I, I guess... I think you know, I was there for that. Oh, yeah, because, like, like, you know, they break up the fight, and then, of course, they try to drag the two girls to the opposite, en- two opposite ends of the exits. And then I guess uh, the one who was, like, you know, started a, the fight... Again, I say fight in question marks, but it was more assault. Like, it was just suddenly, like, 
One girl was just hitting another, pulling her hair and shit, and the other one wasn't really fighting back. And then when they tried yeah, to separate... And... Like, I think they tried to separate the two, so they dra- put him to two opposite ends of the cafeteria. But I guess the one who started the fight must have wanted more, because she broke out of, like, some staff member's grips, ran around the... ran in the hallway to the other end of the cafeteria, then I guess just started the fight again. Goddamn. Like yeah, she was, I, she was fucking dedicated. Are you not there for that, Sam? Um, you know, I, I was I there for exactly that. Remember, he might have had a different lunch period. Maybe because I know if we had the same lunch period, we all sat together. So I, I just remember. Oh yeah. Like, Irondale was kind of infamous for having fights. It kind of happened all the time. So I definitely witnessed more than a few. Which is weird for yeah. me, because that was the only fight I ever saw, but then again, it, when I was in Irondale, I mostly just sort of, like, kept my head down and just focused on my own business. Yeah, I saw that fight that you just talked about, and then I saw one, I saw, so I was downstairs near the, like, uh, near the boys' locker room and near, like, the wood shop and all that shit. The shop was yeah. downstairs, right? No, it was, yeah. it was like, um, so there was, you know, the health room? And then yeah. there was that long hallway that led to the woodshop room. I think, yeah. Yeah, so I was walking down that hallway, and I just saw this kid get fucking jumped. <laughs> like he got, yeah, he got fucked up. And then the dude that jumped him ran away. And um, obviously, I, the guy was in our grade. I recognized him. Um, I was like, oh, fuck, all right, that was pretty lit. Cool. The and one then, who got jumped or the one who did the jumping? One that did the jumping. It was a hit and run. He <laughs> he fucked him up and they ran away. And I was like, "All right, cool. That was lit. That made my day." What and the then fuck? I left. Uh, and then I left, and I saw like teachers and like hall monitor people like coming out looking for the dude, wondering where he is. And I just fucking look in one of the bus windows and I see the dude fucking, <laughs> fucking on the bus just sitting there with his hood up, trying to be all discreet. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, you are lucky I'm not a snitch, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. And then the kid wasn't, because I had one class with him, and he wasn't in school ever again. I don't think I ever saw him again. Oh, um, he might have been caught. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, he fucking leaves school, but, like, they know where he lives. You know, like, they know where you live, dude. They have your address on file. Yeah, there's no like, way you're gonna get away with that. Knowing where you live, oh my god, my story is a doozy when it comes up. Oh yes, I'm excited for but, it. Um, I'm, I just I'm gonna finish mine real quick though. Oh, go ahead, Dominic. I just before you enter, I just want to say I like how both of us, like, we didn't see that many fights at Arendelle, but like, you couldn't even consider them fights. They were basically just fucking assault cases. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um. But so I saw that one, and then another one that comes to mind right away was um was sitting in science class, and just out of nowhere, the door busts open, and these two dudes burst into the room, fucking throwing hands at each other, <laughs> and they're knocking over chairs, tables are fucking moving and shit. I was like, holy fuck, okay. And then the the teacher fucking goes to break them up. And one of the kids, tr- I don't know if he tried to swing on the teacher or if he just tried to get out of the teacher's grip. 
the teacher's response to to that kid's act of violence and defiance was to grab the kid by the neck and pick him up and pin him against the wall. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember which teacher it was? I I think I know his name, but I don't know if I want to really say it. Um. Uh, fair enough. I don't care. I think it was. I think his name was no. I'm thinking Mr. Lentz, but I don't know if that's right. Do you recognize that name? He was like a ninth grade physics ninth grade physics teacher, right? He was like the wrestler dude. He Mr. Wrestle. Huh. I think I remember Lentz because one thing I weirdly remember about Lentz was like he had a bunch of Mountain Dew kept in like a mini fridge in his room, but his doctor told him he couldn't drink mm. it anymore, so he sold a bottle of like he sold a bottle. For like a dollar, and these were decent sized bottles. They were like half liter bottles. No, wasn't he the shop? Wasn't he like the. Oh my god, the garage teacher? No, you're thinking of. You're thinking of B. I forgot his full name, but like you're thinking of Mr. B, B, I think. I think. I had one class with him for a little while. (laughs) He was was pretty cool. Uh, That class that I had was funny because one of the assignments was to take apart a VHS tape, and then put it back together. And, you know, everybody did that pretty good. But then, like, it's crazy. The generational gap... So I was a senior when I was in that class, and I was in there with, like, freshmen. And, like, that's only, what, a three-year difference, maybe four in age? But it's a fucking huge generational gap, just that little bit of age, because just seeing all these freshmen take the VHS up to the VCR and try to put it back in there to play it, Oh my fucking god, it was That's hilarious because none up, of them dude. could do it. I grew, Are you I grew si- up with VCR. Yeah. Like, no, si- so did I. No, yeah, so did I. Like, for a while before we got DVDs, we had to use fucking V. Our family had to use VHS tapes. What the? Are you That's serious? Same. People yeah, three I'm years serious. younger than us don't know how to operate a goddamn VHS tape. Yeah, man. It was, uh. There's another fucking bug in here. God damn it. Yeah, it was, uh. It was pretty shocking, because you'd think three years is, like, whatever, not that big of a deal, but apparently it is. It's a big, big difference. But, wow. Um, a lot of that, a lot of that might be due to the fact that, um, technology has really advanced a lot. Like, these past, this past, uh, decade or whatever you want to say, you know? Yeah, technological advancement seems we were all born... Like late, like I was ninety nine. I think Sam was. I think you were. Were you both ninety eight? Yeah, yeah, I'm ninety eight, and I'm ninety nine. So like that's you know we're we are not. I mean we're not nineties kids. We're early two thousands kids. But like, I don't know. These fucking kids are like two thousand ten (laughs) kids. Yeah. What were you saying, Dominic? Because I think uh. Technological advancements are like exponential at this point. Like it just keeps happening faster and faster and bigger and bigger. It feels like, and it will it will continue until the Great War of twenty seventy seven, where everybody nukes each other, and it turns into the Fallout universe. War never changes. War war never changes. Yep. So what about um, you, Sam? Have you witnessed any yeah. assault cases at Irondale? Um, like I said, I definitely witnessed quite a few fights when I was there. Um, I think I kind of missed out on, like, the big stories that you guys witnessed. Because for me, it was mostly just, like, you know, 
two dickheads having a scuffle or something. Which happened more often than I like to admit. You two keep talking. I will be right back, but I'm still going to listen. All right. But so, like, that's most of your fights, just two dickheads fighting? Mostly in, like, the hallways, usually. And, like, yeah, when when that kind of thing happens, you just kind of, like, walk by it and just, like, play it cool. I guess, because... I guess you would have to walk by it and play it like that, because I feel like if you didn't try to break up the fights, the teachers would be on you for not breaking up the fight. Because mm-hmm. I remember I witnessed a fight back at Edgewood, and uh, it was the only fight I witnessed, and I watched, like, about... I was, like, a little bit of it, then it broke up, and then, like, fucking two of the teachers talked about it during the seven periods we had. Or, like, you know, during the seven classes, two teachers talked about it. The first one basically said, hey, you should have tried to break up the fight. You shouldn't have allowed it to happen. Why didn't you try to break up the fight if you saw it? And then the set, and then the, the other one, she was just like, hey, I understand if you didn't try to break up the fight. I'm not going to blame you. I'm not disappointed or anything. Just try to be careful and try to break up a fight next time. Teacher really told well, you to try to break up a fight? Yeah. yeah the first okay, teacher. Here's, here's the thing about that. There's actually a reason why I don't break up those kind of fights. And I don't know if this is the reason for you, Dominic, or for you, Ryan. But my reason is that I've already seen what happens when third parties try to intervene on fights that are going down. You know what happens? Someone gets fucking smacked. Slugged. (laughs) Like, you are going to get fucking knocked on your ass if you try to interrupt a fight in progress when people don't want to end it. True, there's that. Um, for me, it's, it's well, it's a couple things. Number one, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they're fighting. Like, if I... Like if I know the two people, like like let's say for example, if it was in school, and I never n- witnessed a situation like this, but if there was like a kid that I know is like known to be bullied or whatever, and I I can just tell he's getting beat up. I I probably would step in and do something. Um, but if it's not something like that, like I don't know the situation. I don't know why those two guys are fighting. Um, I don't want to get caught brought into their problems. It's also the fact that I just like watching fights. It's fuck. It's entertaining <laughs> to me. It really is. <laughs> I'm not like, gonna lie. It's, I'm I'm kind of with you. It's trashy, but at the same yeah. time, like sometimes Great. sometimes a fight's entertaining. Yeah, and uh, another thing is, um, I believe that if two people want to fight, they should be allowed to fight. Like, you know, fighting is against the law in most states, and I think that's fucking stupid. I I know there are some states, I know there are some states, I don't know which ones, where, like, if two consenting people want to fight each other, then they're allowed to do it. Um, Most states, I think, fighting is illegal, and I think that's fucking retarded. I think if you want to fight each other and you're both consenting, then you should be allowed to do it. Obviously not murder each other, but, you know. No, yeah, like, nothing serious. Like, don't don't break the guy's arm, but if you two fight and, like, some person gets unconscious, then that's it. End the fight, someone won. Exactly. Like, boxing rules or, like, MMA rules. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think another reason, like, some people don't want to get involved is, like, 
how there's that really dumb zero tolerance policy on fighting where like even people who like get assaulted and they try to defend themselves and then they get suspended yeah that's, that's totally true everyone's a uh, yeah everyone's guilty which is stupid i mean but that's yeah that's mostly in schools though but i mean that's what we're talking about never mind i feel like even in prison like if if someone jumps you in prison and then you fight back pretty sure you get in trouble too all just a weird thing i don't know oh no because like they just they in prison i think they just want to fucking keep the peace like it doesn't matter who started the fight or whatever just keep the peace that's why we have things like street beefs on youtube i don't know if you know what that is it's but um the fuck let me look into it's like, this. It's, no, it's, it's like uh, it's like backyard boxing, backyard MMA fighting and stuff. And they have like people who are sanctioned to fight and who actually know how to fight fight each other. But then they also have just beefs. Like if two people have beef with each other and they want to fight, they don't want to get fucking in trouble legally for it. They'll go there and do it, and it's sanctioned and it's all legit and shit. You know, that's why stuff like that exists, so people have a safe place where they can fucking box shit out. Most of the time, huh. they go there wanting to fucking fight each other, and then they do it, and then at the end of the day, they're like, alright, that's it, we're done. Thank you. Cool now, you know? Like, sometimes, for two people to settle their problems, they just need to kick each other's asses. And just for some reason, that solves the issue. Yeah, I've noticed that, like, I've heard a bunch of stories where, like, two people used to dislike each other at school, then they got into a fight, and then they just started hanging out and became good friends. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Sure. I mean, you gain... When when someone... When you kick each other's asses, when two people kick each other's asses, you just kind of get a mutual respect for the other person. Most of the time. Not always, but... Sometimes a slug to the jaw can give you a new perspective. Mm, That's that would probably explain a lot then between me and my brother. <laughs> Slug Ooh. to the nuts. Yeah, we we had our tussles back in the day. Yeah, we talked we talked about that um last podcast about how you guys used to fight, and I I uh I I'm upset at myself for not asking this at that time, but I'll ask it now. Who normally won those physical altercations? It was usually a stalemate because we were both yeah. stubborn fucks. Yeah, neither of you wanted to give up. Yep. It was just I hear no bell. We're just draw, <laughs> tie, you know, whatever. Because, like, you know, we, we've all boxed each other before, friendly and shit, and, uh, like, me and Sam went at it, and, like, I would assume I can probably hit harder than Adam just because I'm heavier than him and I feel like I probably have more muscle mass. Um, yeah, definitely. You could fucking like I was... Adam with a punch. <laughs> you could. You could soak him like, up with the no sham lie. wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, from the little bit of scene of your brother, Sam, it looks like he's more all bark, no bite. Yeah. A- a- yes, yeah. exactly. But I just know uh, that Sam can definitely take a punch. Sam, Sam's tough. He is, so it doesn't surprise me that it was a stalemate. I don't know how tough Adam is at all, but I guess I'm surprised that he never just outright beat you. Well, it's more that Adam's stubborn rather than him being tough. 
like he just like you'll you'll beat on him you'll beat on him you'll beat on him but he'll like try to pretend that it's not like affecting him that's basically his strategy he tries to like feign apathy if he's not giving up then that's definitely toughness like toughness isn't just being able to no dish it out toughness is being able to take it so well right but i guess what i'm trying to describe is that i was on the offensive so i was never put in the situation where i'd have to do the adam thing because i don't usually go on the defense oh. that's not you okay well then that makes it sound like goes around that makes it sound like you won all the time then if you were always <laughs> on the offensive if we're I judging suppose. that fight and scoring it, you win. You're the winner, so. I suppose. I guess I just never thought of it that way. Because, like, if you were on the offensive, you never reacted. You were acting the whole time. It sounds like you were basically in the driver's seat most of the time. Yeah. Sure. yeah. You know, hmm, maybe, I realize, maybe I realized something tonight. <laughs> you kick your brother's ass? Well, back then when we wrestled, kind of, yeah. Awesome. That's hot. I wish I would have been there to see it. Sexy. <laughs> um, Sam alluded, he teased a little story earlier when I said uh, the thing about knowing where you live. Um, and I'm very, yeah, devious laugh. I want to get into that. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, all right, gentlemen. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you be a long one. I'm... Oh, maybe. Well, we'll we'll see in a minute. Gentlemen, let me tell you about the time that I had my own personal stalker. Oh, oh fuck. What? All right. All right. So let me give you guys a little bit of context. So I believe it was in Edgewood. Yeah, Edgewood. Um, and the social skill class that I attended at the time, there was this new kid that joined in school in like seventh grade that was part of my period in that class his name was nathan obviously not going to say his last name and i don't even remember it but nathan and i initially got along okay because we had like common interests we were both like friendly toward each other and like occasionally had like the same sense of humor and stuff so we, we kind of, like, hit it off okay. So, I, like, basically tried to pursue a little bit more of, like, hey, like, let's, let's hang out or, like, talk sometimes, like, in school and shit. But we never got around to the point of, like, arranging something out of school. It was just, like, in school whenever we were in class. But... I noticed something very, very quickly. The more that I talked to him, the more clingy he got. Oh no. And the more kind of like almost obsessed with uh, keeping my attention he was to the point where if I was on a bus ride and I was just like, okay, I'm sleepy. I don't really want to talk. Just leave me alone. He would pester me and try to talk to me and start conversations that I clearly wasn't interested in having. 
sometimes about stuff we were interested in, sometimes about stuff that I didn't give two rats of a fuck about. And, <laughs> and like, he, he went harder and harder on that shit the more that I tried to ignore him. Because I was slowly getting this uneasy vibe that, like, okay, this guy is being a little creepy, a little clingy. I don't think I know him as well as I thought I did. So I'm just going to, like, slowly kind of back away from this guy. Because at that point, once he's, like, constantly in your face all the time, you do not want to be his friend. Because he's just, like, he's not really respecting your personal space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so basically, that was going on for, let's say, three or four months in seventh grade. And I thought, after a while, that he kind of stopped talking to me. And I had, like, gotten him off my back. And, you know, life was okay at that point. I was kind of glad that I got out of that situation, or at least I thought. Well, one day, when I took the bus home after school, because I was like in a after school like um, sports activity program at that time, when I walked in the door, I saw Nathan sitting on in our kitchen talking with my brother and my grandma and i was like what the fuck is he doing here i didn't invite him how does he know where i well i thought about it a little bit and i was like okay fuck he rides the same bus as me of course he knows where i live but i he was actually paying attention he actually memorized where I lived and then decided to just like show up on my doorstep unannounced. Mm. So, so I was just like, like I had to pull my brother aside because I tried to play nice in front of the family, but inside I was fuming. I was boiling mad. Like I, I just talked to my brother and it's like, okay, Adam, do you know who this guy is? And he's just like, oh, he says he's like a friend of yours and like he just wanted to come over and stuff. And it's like, no, dude, I didn't invite him. Like, he's not really my friend and he shouldn't be here. Like, why the, f- like, what the fuck is going on? So eventually we had to talk to grandma about it and like kind of subtly kick him out of the house. But I just remember thinking that day, my God, I feel so fucking violated. Like, I don't feel like I have privacy in my home after that point. If if someone can just, like, follow me and then, like, barge right into my life unannounced. That's really fucked up. Like, that's really scary. And, you know... scary. It's not, like, the worst thing ever in hindsight, because it could have been much worse than just that kid. Like, he was just kind of a socially awkward kid who clearly didn't have much friends. It could have been a lot worse of an individual than that. 
but still, like, that that kind of shook me that day. Yeah, so what happened after? Did you talk to him at school the next day? And, I mean... Um, I wanted nothing more to do with him at that point, and I already, like, had broken stuff off with him, so... I didn't see him around school that much, because it later became obvious that he was being expelled because of his behavior, and I was just like, well, oh. yeah, of, of course he's getting fucking expelled. What a surprise. So, Jesus. So did, did you guys, did you talk to the school about what he did? Um, I did, and here's the best part. Okay. He pulled that shit on some other people. That he thought were his friends like i had a friend at the time called kyle and i talked to him about it and he's yeah. like oh yeah i know exactly what he did he did the same shit to me and i was oh my Bro, god kyle is this the kyle that we know kyle berkland myers yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that kyle like I, like I fell off the face of the fucking planet he just ghosted all of us one day and that was it <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I, I hope he's doing good. But yeah, like, Nathan was a creep. Probably dead. I had a stalker in seventh grade. Wait, so like... Sexy. Besides that, like, if you want to talk about it, was there, like, other behaviors that you found out that he got expelled from Edgewood for? Was he touching people? No. Did he touch you? Fuck off, no. <laughs> no, um, it's just kind of a common thing with with certain people on the spectrum that are in that kind of social skills program where oftentimes they like they get into a lot of fights and a lot of trouble because they just like I think because of their social anxiety they constantly feel like lashing out at teachers because like let's be honest teachers treat people with disabilities like utter fucking garbage I mean, I don't really have any experience with that, but it would be interesting to hear. I think we had a. That. I think we had. I forgot her name, but I think we had one that was really patronizing, and like yeah, incredibly triple patronizing. Yeah, because if it's the one we're talking about, I remember Andrew Williams straight up calls her the harpy when she's not around. I mean, I can't I know disagree this? with no, that. But... I know this lady. I she might have been the student teacher for some other stuff, but was nah, she, she like the old old lady with the smoker face? Like you could tell she smoked. I think like, yes. Her hair was falling oh, out and yeah. shit. Yeah, it was. I think it was her. Yeah, I she went. I think she went in my locker once. For some oh. reason. I, th I had a student teacher once go into my locker once because I think like, so here's a weird story. So I decided to try to sign up for a choir class in sixth grade, but then I guess to help with education or whatever, they put me in the ask program. So then I moved the there and then that? like, uh, hard to explain. Yeah. It's kind of like that compass class I had, but I think this one was more like a study hour sort of deal where it's like, they just sort of gave me an hour to do homework. That's kind of cool. But basically, yeah, I went to that class. And then uh, one of the student teachers for that actually went to my locker. And I was just like, 
I think it was really early on that they learned not to do it because I showed vehement <laughs> disagree. I was vehemently like, no, don't do that. Don't Why do did that you do again. that? And I think they might have learned. And I think I guess they learned that and it was in sixth grade and no one ever went to my locker and did that shit again, which in hindsight, I'm thankful for So they're like, all right, let's let's not go into his locker. He clearly doesn't like it. Yeah, they would have found your fleshlight collection. <laughs> would have been, that would have been uh, just the bodies. Uh, just the headless squirrel bodies. bodies. Yeah, headless squirrels. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the only... I thought I was the only one. Anyway. um, I, Removing uh, from that there's... joke, just one more thing about squirrels, actually. Uh, Remember at Irondale? <laughs> I think it was the... I think it might have been Lentz. He had, like... A fucking taxidermite squirrel in his classroom. It's lit. I don't remember that, but that's awesome. I, I don't remember anything from... Uh, dude, I remember so little from school, Like it, to be honest with you. I don't know, because I didn't give a shit about it. I was just there and gone. I don't know. I don't remember a I lot. I don't but... blame you. I just want to say this about the squirrel. The reason I remember it was because of uh, the <clears throat> story of why he has the squirrel. So basically, I think within that room, a squirrel must have gotten into like some water system and fucking drowned and clogged one of the water pipes in that room. So they yeah, had to get it yeah. out, and he took the squirrel and got it fucking taxidermized. Yeah, which is why I the squirrel looks. Story. Yeah, and it's why the squirrel looks all fucking mangy and messed up on its fur because it was like Hot. a rotting corpse for a little bit in a fucking water pipe. Christ. Uh. Yeah, I I bet I'm assuming the smell was how they recognized that there was something in there. But I think it was also in a water pipe, so it definitely had to like clog the water pipe. So it's like, okay, yeah. something's wrong. There's a clog in here. Yeah. Um, did you want to talk any more about uh, being patronized by teachers because of your um, superpowers process? <laughs> right. Um, well, you know, I think Dominic can back me up on this one, but I hated Miss Brazil, and I hated, um, what was her name in the ASP program? Um, starts with a G. Miss Avery, was it? No. Either, Um, well, I... Don't know her, but I know Brazil, yes. But, but basically, my deal is that, like, the teachers we had for the social skills programs in middle school and high school were both patronizing as fuck. They're both just unpleasant people to be around, and they just don't really, like, see you as a equal. You know what I mean? Kind of, because looking back on it, it's mostly, I think the high school, Irondale, I forgot her name, but I think she was slightly better. Slightly. Not by much. But, but looking back on it, I just wanted to just be like, look, I'm not a freak. I just think different. Well, I remember that when we were getting older at Irondale and we were developing more of our sense of humor in our friend group there was like a period we had where there were like seven kids there which was like me and you and andrew and ben and zeke and like matt 
Yeah. I remember Zeke's person. I remember Zeke's. You mean you mean the Matt that was on the yes, podcast? That Matt. Yeah, Matt. The one you know. I love that guy. But yeah, I still remember fucking uh, Zeke basically got the Game of Things banned and when we were doing the class because no matter what the question is, no matter what had happened, Zeke turned it to a sex <laughs> joke. And you know what it yeah, was? was an odd guy. Funniest shit I ever heard. That shit. A very not- odd duck. And this is something. And this, like, Zeke was, like, the, basically the prankster and the clown. And this goes back, it was just me, Andrew, and Zeke in that ass class. During our free time, all of us had our DSs, and we all had, like, you know, Zelda Four Swords <laughs> Anniversary Edition. So all of us would play together. But Zeke would always fuck off and go away from the exit. So the only way we could actually beat the levels was, like, me and Andrew would basically have to tag Team Zeke and, like, carry him to the exit. And he would always break out, so we had to, like, again, basically tag team him there. Well, I miss the guy. He was funny as fuck. Yeah, I never oh, had any bad yeah. experiences with him. He just seemed a little little weird. But we're we're all we fucking all... weird, dude. I know. Apparently he worked at the uh, McDonald's that I worked at in high school. The one Sam worked there too. Um I don't ever remember working with him, but That's not surprising. Ah, uh, yeah. God, but Dominic, do you remember that one day where we were playing, I think it was Apples to Apples or something, and we got a whole thing going where all seven of us in the friend group would chant, Jerry, 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 Oh my God, Jerry. yeah. And the teacher, the teacher fucking hit- so mad, so tilted. Like, she hated that, yeah. It seems like you guys just fucked with the teacher. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Like it seems like it seemed like she, like she thought you guys were like mentally retarded, and but you guys just fucked with her because of it. Yeah, like exactly. I'm gathering, which is fucking amazing, and I totally would have been in for that. Subconsciously, maybe where it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're, oh, you think I'm a freak? All right, let me show you. All right, (laughs) Ben. Great, that's awesome. But uh, if I may suggest other topics, do you want to talk about the big casting question you, you had, Ryan? Yeah, uh, we can we can get into that. It's not much of a question. I just well, I guess. Okay, <clears throat> so we were talking. We were going to discuss the Super Mario Brothers movie, which animated film coming out. the The main cast has been announced and. I just want to say something so it was a few years ago like when they announced that this movie was happening that i read an article and i think because you know it's been being made by what's the company called illumination right yeah yeah people that made the minions and all that shit and i read yeah. something about the guy who was like one of the guys that's a big part of the movie i don't remember the exact quote at all but basically he said something um to the effect of like that he understands that making a Mario Brothers movie, there's not much to go off on. And he understands that he has to be faithful to the original, you know, to the source material. And that gave me a little bit of hope. Because when I heard Illumination was making it, I was like, this is going to be fucking dog shit. Like, this is going to be bad, you know. Um, but that gave me a little bit of hope. I was like, okay, maybe 
the characters will not talk that much. Maybe it'll be mostly action. Um, and I think, you know, that could work if he if they're going to do what he said and stay faithful to the source material. But now we have um, Jack Back playing Bowser, Seth Rogen playing Donkey Kong, uh, Chris Pratt playing Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and, think... I'm gonna go ahead and say that he said fuck that shit. We're gonna just do illumination stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think most oh, of man. the acting choices are wackadoodle bullshit. It's kinda weird. I mean Chris Pratt as Mario, do you think do you honestly think Chris Pratt is gonna be doing a Mario impression the whole movie? No, no, he, no, no, it, no, not no. like if he is, Chris Pratt's just gonna play Chris Pratt in a attempted Mario accent. Dude, they're oh, casting gonna be... him because he's the typical protagonist actor. Like Chris Pratt was probably just put in the role so they could have like Chris Pratt as Mario in the advertisements. I think it's a purely cynical move. I think Chris Pratt's just gonna talk like Chris Pratt the whole time, and it's gonna be exactly. fucking weird. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. I don't think he's gonna at, be Mario at all. At the same time, could you imagine uh, if they had Charles Matinee uh, actually play Mario in this in character the whole time? Like, I don't really think you that can tell a compelling, deep story. What? Realistic? Literally do that. Yeah, realistically, why not? Well, I feel like they can't. You can't really tell a deep and compelling storyline when he's no, wait, doing that no. fucking I know super. Why. I know why. I know why. Call me tinfoil hat man, but I know why they're not making Charles Martinet do it. Because let's be real, Charles Martinet is the voice, but no one knows who the fuck Charles Martinet is. Mm, that's true. Like people, us, like people like us who pay more attention to games and know more about geeky nerdy culture. No, it's Charles Martinet. But for your average, let's say, mom and pop who have their kids pestering them to see this movie, they're not going to know who Charles Martinet is. When they see Chris Pratt playing Mario, they're going to be like, oh, I know him. I saw him as Star-Lord. I've seen him in Jurassic World. I know who he is. It's a purely yeah. cynical... Because Illumination does this shit. It's, purely, it's a purely cynical move where they hire big actors, not voice actors. There's a difference. They hire actors. Yep. They hire actors to play these characters. Before I get into what I'm about to say, I want to preference by saying, um, for those who don't know, Charles Martinet is the voice of Mario. He has done the voice of Mario ever since Mario started speaking, which I think was 64, right? Uh, that's before... when he first... Yeah. Or, it, or was it? Was he in like Mario Teaches Typing and shit? He was, but I think the very first credited role in a game he did as Mario was a fucking computer game like like a Mario Fun Center sort of game. It, that came oh, out yeah, a year yeah, before yeah. 64, and I think that was his first role. Well, yeah. let me so, remind all of you gentlemen that Charles Martinet not only plays Mario, but also Luigi and Wario and Waluigi and a shit ton of other Mario characters. Yeah, Charles Martinet basically well, does, like, fucking Uber Shift for all the Mario voices. Well, so here's what I'm going to say. So... It says he is going to make surprise cameos, which means I'm going to assume he's going to be playing Wario. I'm assuming Wario is going to make an appearance. He's going to play Wario. Um, but if they're going with the big name actors, why the fuck didn't they get Danny DeVito to voice Wario? Exactly. Uh, it's the one choice. <laughs> which that is... would have been amazing. Yeah. If you've got Seth fucking Rogen 
in this movie playing Donkey Kong? Why can't you just give us War- uh, Danny DeVito as Wario? That's another because, one I don't really get. Because Illumination hates us. Yeah, just, I said uh, Rogan, I don't... Uh, 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 I can't do his laugh. <laughs> I can't either. I, I have no idea. Wait, 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 wait. Here's something dumb. If they have uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, do you think they'll have Michael Sarah make a surprise cameo as Diddy Kong? I will kill, oh I will kill myself. <laughs> I will fucking kill myself. <laughs> I will do what that, what that guy did during the Batman movie. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> the fucking oh theater. If Michael Sarah pops up on that. Oh my fucking <laughs> Fuck that, dude. But um, I'm gonna be honest. Out of all of the casting, the I, a, a little bit for Jack Black as Bowser, he seems like he could be interesting. But Jack Black is fucking Lu- awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Charlie Day as Luigi is the only casting choice that has me even remotely excited a little bit for the film. Dude, I loved what? seeing Pepe Sylvia oh, that... Luigi memes on my timeline. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of totally sunny memes as Luigi. <laughs> Maybe we'll... Yeah, I don't know, man. I, like, I need to watch more of that show. You know, that would also be... You know, we're doing the thing with Malcolm in the Middle. That would be a good show to do. Uh, Always Sunny. Oh, yeah, we could, oh, like, yeah. introduce you to it. I mean, I loved that show from the very beginning because the very first episode, they're dropping the N-word. <laughs> And I, I have to have respect for that. I don't know, dude. That fucking killed me. Yeah, the the early yeah the first season, like even before Data Devito got in, the first season was weird. Yeah, I uh, cause I've watched up Danny. I've watched up to where Danny Devito's in the show. He's um, but I don't know what episode I'm on. But um, it it's really like it had. It'll probably be later than you think because Danny DeVito gets introduced at the start of the second season because season one only had six episodes. What about Keegan, uh, Michael Key playing Toad? That's honestly I mean, a lot I, of these. I, are... I really like Keegan Michael Key, so maybe he could do something with that. Admittedly, but... like I know he's from Key and Peele, and he's funny on that, but like. Admittedly, for a lot of these casting choices, it's, a lot of them are just like, what the fuck? The only one I'm kind of disappointed in oh, is... Oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah, well, again, Chris Pratt's what the fuck, but it's more like, are you... Well, for me, it's like a little disappointing, because it's like, oh, you're not even... Because like with all these like out of left field, like fucking Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, all these really wild yet kind of interesting casting... Tro- fucking Key as Toad... All these really interesting and out there casting choices, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, Chris Pratt's Mario. Yeah. Hey, who the fuck plays Peach? Does anyone care about that? Uh, I don't. Admittedly, Joy. I don't know who that is. Who is that? I tried looking up her up on IMDb, but like, oh, I don't recognize any of the thing stuff she's in. Who the fuck? Uh, yeah, she was in the Queen's Gambit. I don't know who she is. Wait, never mind. <laughs> wait, hold it. Give me a second. I'm gonna look up a surprise casting choice. Don't fucking kill me. But you two keep talking. I just need to look something up. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Fran, Fran Drescher from the nanny is did Princess Daisy. <laughs> what? Oh my! Look up the God, nanny. Like, <laughs> look up the nanny and look. Fran Drescher's titular character. Look her up. Listen to her and listen, imagine her as fucking Princess Daisy. Couldn't they just have uh, um, Seth MacFarlane? Couldn't they just have <laughs> Seth MacFarlane play everyone? <laughs> Are you sure? He just does that? Brian's voice the whole time, which is just his voice. <laughs> Every character. I'm beginning to think this is. I'm beginning to think that this is just a big ass shit post of a movie now. You know, honestly, yeah, I don't fucking get it because you cannot expect these guys to be doing the iconic voices for these characters. I just can't see like, it. I think they're I just going to be talking normally. I don't. But I really hope like. Luigi in that film is just a PG Charlie Kelly from I It's really Always Sunny. Because, so like, so. just let that man go balls to the wall. Man. I don't know. Who do you think's going to steal the show? I really like the idea of Jack Black as Bowser. That is, like, the one casting yeah. choice that I'm kind of, like, a little, like, I can get behind this. I could see yeah, him I stealing the... Gonna... Admittedly, I will stand the Charlie Day Luigi thing because the more I think about it, the more I think it kind of fits. But like, I could definitely see Jack Black stealing the show. I think he will. I think Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong is gonna be like fucking like what the fuck? It's gonna be weird. I don't know. What do you think the movie's gonna be about? Because I feel like I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be traditional, typical. Oh wait. I forgot one more out of left field. Fucking Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. What? It's Kamek. Are you I'm serious? You no, I'm Are serious. You look at, no, look at I. If I no, yeah, I think they revealed it in the video. Kevin Michael Richardson is fucking Kamek. Motherfucker, Principal Lewis is Kamek. You're fucking kidding me right now. Yep, no, Kevin Michael Richardson. Him. Yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson's gonna be Kamek. Which is like... Actually, Ooh. now that I think about it, I want him to go full PG Principal Lewis's Kamek. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah Lewis. I'm, I'm serious, Sam. Look it up. Kevin Michael Richardson. Where it's just like, what the fuck? I think my brain just kind of... Fucking that. love that character of Principal Lewis. Yeah. The man is just chaos, but he just runs a school, and I love it. Who, like he's he is to American Dad what um Mayor West is to Family Guy. Exactly. Yeah, so just random weird people of the, authority, or that the, just do random shit, and there's no explaining why they do it. The best way well, I could describe what? him is an embodiment of chaos. It's well, just right Principal now. Lewis takes it way more extreme. Well, now here I have to ask. What would you prefer, Principal Lewis or Adam West? Who's the better? I think, uh, I think Adam West. I like him more. I think, or Principal West. Sorry. Or, you mean Principal Lewis? Principal sorry, Lewis I'm retarded. Mayor West. <laughs> yeah, Mayor but West. I'll say this: Mayor West is an overall better character, but I think Principal Lewis is slightly funnier. I actually remember that, like, Adam West had some pretty cool character development in, like, the later seasons of Family Guy. 
So I think points for him for that. See, I prefer more subtle comedy over just, like, outrageous comedy. And I feel like Principal Lewis is more outrageous comedy, you know? And Air West is more subtle. So that's fair. That's why I prefer him. But they're both amazing. Yeah, they're they're both fucking funny. I definitely think uh, American Dad is the better show. I think it has the better character relationships and dynamics, for sure. It's it's because the show doesn't take itself as seriously. Dude, some American Dad episodes have been tearjerkers, for sure. Like, I've gotten interested. I I agree. Like, because when you look at Family Guy, and you look at the family, like, we have Peter, uh, we have Lois, we have Stewie and Brian. They're the only ones that get any sort of character development or anything at all. And then Megan, Megan, uh, can't even think of his name. Like, they (laughs) could just not be there and it'd be fine. But with American Dad, every single member of the family is fleshed out, has great character development, and they all have relationships with each other. It's, it's cool. Saddens me that, uh, Family Guy is the flagship Seth MacFarlane show and not American Dad. Yeah, feels bad. Yeah, and sadly, I'm not sure if... if I don't know if they're... I just really don't want this... Because I think the show is slowly starting to become another Simpsons where there's soon going to be more bad seasons still outweigh the good ones. Yeah. Um. I've recently... Maybe not... Maybe last year, I because I was on a huge American Dad kick last year, and I was watching like every fucking thing, and then I decided to just skip to like the newest episodes, and I was cringing bad. Like it was, it was not okay. I was very disappointed. For American Dad or for Family Guy? For American Dad. Like even American Dad got bad. I, f- I feel like it did, in my opinion. I didn't watch a whole lot of the new stuff because I just couldn't, but I feel like it got kind of bad, yeah. Then again, that happens to a lot of TV series. Unless you know what you're doing, they're going to get bad. And I feel like Seth MacFarlane yeah, just doesn't care anymore about Family Guy. I mean, hasn't he said that he doesn't care about Family Guy and he just wants it to stop? No, I think yeah. there's, like an, there's like an old interview I once saw that I think he said he wanted it to like end around season 7. Yeah, like is, isn't that why he killed off Brian? Because he wanted the show to end? Well, some, either, some that, like that. either that or it was a studio mandate to, like, increase the ratings. It was, prob- yeah. it was probably, like, a viewer trap, yeah, because I think the reason Fox won't let those shows die, if they're still airing new episodes, I, I don't know, I don't watch TV, but if they are... I think the reason they do that is just because they, for some reason, bring in viewership. They keep giving Fox money. And so it's just, why would they stop if it's a steady stream of money and somehow they're not coming in at a loss yet? Yeah. Well, that kind of begs the question of if there's still a shitload of knuckleheads watching the show to this day that keep bringing in the ratings. There has to be. Like, why else would the show be getting new episodes? I mean, they're both on Hulu, and Hulu airs new episodes, like, the next day, so that's probably part of it. 
Because I don't know who the fuck is going out of their way to log on to their cable network and watch Family Guy live while it's airing, you know? I don't, I don't know. No, if it's on Fox, it's network TV, so it's like, oh boy, I better get my digital TV box working. Better get the antenna just <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was just, it's just kind of sad how most TV shows just get bad the later they go on. So, any other big questions you have for us, Ryan? Uh, when's the last time you jerked your wiener? Probably like last week. What? Really? Sometimes I just get tired. Don't do it that often? Wow, okay. Well, let me rephrase. Actually, wait. Actually, wait. I think it was yesterday morning. But I I don't... Yeah, I don't do it as often as I used to. Character development. I'm a horny motherfucker. So when was your Sam? During this podcast? Ten minutes ago? A little before. Mm, Okay, cool. Yeah, sometimes I legit... Sometimes if I'm... Because I typically try to do it later at night before I go to bed, but sometimes it's like, I'm just too fucking tired, I want to go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, it'll help you sleep. Bust a nut, it'll put you to sleep. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But uh, If I may suggest, uh, I guess a part of the old theming, if we're going to move it to here, is uh, I saw episode two of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, oh, we yes. can talk about that. I am an grass. asshole. and I, I'm an asshole, and I didn't rewatch it for this podcast. I did. I didn't give it my full attention, but I re- I remember a lot about it. So, uh, the tradition here is we are watching every episode of Malcolm in the Middle in order, and um, Dominic, who has never watched it before, ha- has been asked to take some notes about what he finds interesting. Well, I'm an and asshole I've this noticed... time. I'm an asshole this time, so I didn't take notes, but I still remember what I like about it. I still remember Ooh. what I would talk okay. about. All right, so what are some interesting things... Well, first of all, I think this episode is a way better introduction to the series than the pilot. Like, I know the pilots can have its weirdness, because all pilots do, but I just like this episode in general more. Yeah, that's fair. Also, it's just kind of funny how, like, they have to go to... Because, like... I I guess I'll save this to the end of the episode, but, like, none of them want to admit they burnt the red dress. So, like, they have to... And they never saw her, their mom, that mad. So, like, Malcolm and the boys have to go to fucking Francis, their eldest brother in military yeah. school, to try to, like... And it's just kind of a nice back and forth where they try to figure yeah, out, like... Francis? Yeah, Francis was just a bro trying to give him advice of how, like, not to get broken. And even to the point where he's just like, oh, you've got... Oh, she's got to do this far. She's going to separate you guys. She's going to try to get you to turn on each other. Stay calm and... Back each other up, basically. Francis is awesome. I love Francis's character. I really do. And um, you'll see going forward that Francis pretty pretty consistently has his own separate plot on the main shit going on, which is awesome. So you pretty much always see Francis, which is cool. I also find it funny how like Francis's classmates slowly get involved in like 
they're like they're worried about Francis's <laughs> younger brothers too. And yeah, it, <laughs> and I was probably I guess my brain decided to be over dramatic, but like when eventually gets Louis Louise is that her name Louise Lois Lo- Lois oh Lois like. When she's on the phone and discovers that Francis is on the phone, I audibly just <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah. And all the fucking cadets scatter behind Francis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they all just bail and she's like, hey mom, how you doing? And I guess Francis. They could feel her. <laughs> they could feel her anger. Yeah, they could feel her raw fucking mommy energy. Coming it's like that. The phone. They're like, nope. It's like that dumb meme where it's like they hear on the phone and everyone's like, why do I hear boss music? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god, that's great. But I also weirdly like how Francis somehow got it in the end where it's just like, you just need to learn to let things go. Hmm? And then I guess she somehow does and they go to dinner and then meanwhile, Herb is like having a really good night with like that towel guy from the bathroom. Yeah. It's, it's Hal. Hal, but his name's oh, Hal. not heard, but yep. Hal's yeah. amazing. Hal is probably my favorite character. I just, Fucking it's great. just so wholesome how Hal and the guy just had like a good night that night. And also with the way oh. Hal just carelessly threw the match at the couch makes me think he was the one that was actually responsible for the red dress. Well, yeah, that that's, that's the that's taste. yeah. Because remember, he says, "Oh no, not again!" And then you hear the toilet flush. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't hear the toilet yeah, thing from my TV. Were, yeah, that's also what they just makes playing there. Also, I guess don't spoil it, but I wonder if, like, in the third episode, they're going to bring that back where it's like, "Hey, he actually destroyed the dress. We were innocent." Mm, nah, they're they're mostly self-contained. Mm. They just take the dick. They're like, oh, I guess it's our fault, like always, but whatever. She forgave us anyway. Also, Lois is a bitch because she just completely ditches her husband on their anniversary. Goes yeah, and fucking no, that's so weird. Like, she, yeah, because like she's so focused on like trying to figure out who was. Re- I think she was trying to take him out to like, because I think she was thinking like, oh, Hal would still be at the restaurant. She was taking him out to eat with them, so it's like an anniversary. Maybe. Yeah. Could be that could be, and Hal just left too soon. Because I think like the thing, the whole thing was like it was going on the whole night, or like it was going on for a while, and then they left. But at the same time, he already left before they got there, so like he was on, they were on the road at the same time, and then he just got home by himself. But that's fair. No, yeah, that whole time it's just like she. At one point, she doesn't just seem like okay. I'm spending too much time on this. I'll go wear this dress. And I'm going to go enjoy my anniversary dinner, and I'm going to figure out what the fuck you boys are up to. Yeah, she or probably like, try to figure. Just... Like, saved yeah. it for later. Though I guess it leads yeah, to a exactly. decent moment. Though I guess it leads to a decent moment with Francis, where he, like, somehow teaches Lois to, like, you just gotta let shit go sometimes. Francis knows his mom very, very well. And you gotta remember, because Francis doesn't look like it, but he is supposed to be, like, 15 or 16. Even though he looks a lot older, but that's how old he's supposed to be. Um, I just feel I like he, he knows his mom very well, especially for being that young. To be fair, I guess he's like the well. One, he's the eldest child, and two, it seems like he was like a really, really big troublemaker. So, like, I feel yeah. like in those instances, he would probably like know his father and mother inside and out. Yeah, that's fair. 
like you could t- like I like how him being a really bad kid and in military school comes around in that second episode because he's just like, look, I know the punishment she's going to do. Here's what you need to do to not break. See, what what I like about this show and what they do with Francis is they could have easily just had him be one of those characters that shows up every so often as like a big thing. Like, oh shit, Francis is here, the big troublemaker, shit's about to go down. Hmm. But instead they do consistently give him his own plot and he you see him doing shit all the time. Every episode you see him in military school doing stuff and I think that's really awesome that they didn't, he's not just kind of a throwaway. Because like in there are other some episodes where I remember Francis's plot more than Malcolm's plot. Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. Although I will say, what was kind of funny is that like, you know, they find like a uh, pillows typed to both Reese and Malcolm and Dewey's like I think hanging from the wall or something, and like their room <laughs> is all fucked up, and Malcolm's just like, in hindsight, this works better on paper, uh, and then it just did. Although the opening bit was pretty funny where like Reese and Malcolm were studying and she's like, oh, what the, what did you guys do? And then she's trying to look, Lois is trying to look around for something and like nothing's wrong. And then she closes the door and Dewey's just fucking tied up <laughs> behind the door, which is like, what the fuck? Why do they hate Dewey so much? Is he just the younger brother? So they pick on him. Uh, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Dewey's just the punching bag. But Dewey doesn't even seem like he fights bag. He's just like, okay. He likes it. He's into it. <laughs> he even says, oh, that was close. Like, Dewey's the one that said that. <laughs> so, yeah, he's into it. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you, Dominic, yeah, but... but just about every character goes through interesting changes as the series goes on. Yeah, they... Because they have... We have the main characters, you know... Main people, Malcolm, Reese, Dewey, Hal, Lois, Francis, like that's Oh I don't know. I, feel... I just go ahead. I want to mention one more thing. Uh Jesus. Lois's manager or whatever is like Christ he's a Craig. Simp. Yeah. Oh Craig. <laughs> oh yeah, like fucking Craig is a fucking Craig is a fucking incel, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's an he's not an incel, he's a simp for sure. He's not an oh, incel yeah. though. No, I think he's nice guy because like he tries to be nice and he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like tries to play it off. I go ahead, throw it in the trash then. Yep, whatever. <laughs> Just throw it in the like, trash then. Like he's that nice guy, but I don't think he's gone. I don't think I've seen him go to like the fucking incel extreme yet. Like he hasn't gone that far. But he could, is what you're saying. He has potential. No, yeah, like I say, this is gonna. I'll quickly say this. A lot of incels, I think, started off as nice guys and then just slowly went down the rabbit hole. He has yeah. Elliot Roger potential. Oh dear. Nah, he's too much of a pussy to buy guns. Um, I don't know. Nah, he's I, more like. I was gonna... He's more like the incel that'll just post cringy shit and that's it. No, you're right. I agree. I was going to say earlier when I mentioned all all the six kind of main characters is it's nice because none of them really feel like they're taking a back seat. Like they might for an episode, like they all have good character development going forward and none of them are ever just pushed to the background, which is really nice. I appreciate that. 
like characters get their own episodes and it's like equally distributed almost like it's they're never so ignored that you will like fucking forget about them it's never like that it's it's nice it almost feels like a kind of thing where anytime you have even a slight suspicion that it's like hmm I don't know a whole lot about this character yet we should see more of that character they then have more than a few episodes where it's like okay here's more dirt on Reese because Reese so far has had a minor roll up to this point and then they just do it for every exactly. other character and it works out. Yeah, the biggest thing they did for Reese so far is in the Red Dress episode he's like anyone that talks shit about Malcolm he beats up. Which I mean, cool bit of character. Yeah, I think it's cool. Respect it. It's nice and wholesome in its own way. Horny wholesome. But yeah, so uh, you're enjoying the show so far then? Yeah. Like, episode one was, I still say it's good, but episode two was definitely a step up. I can I can agree. Well, you guys have anything else to say about that? Yes, not. not really. No. Well, before we, oh, go ahead. I just said no. I don't have anything else to add. So before we wrap it up, because we've been going for about an hour and a half now, is there anything else you guys want to add? Say, say anything at all? Uh, get get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Yep. Just get you the don't needle, want those five you... G waves fucking with you. Get the vac- vaccine. Just get the needle, you cowards. It's not that bad. Yeah, you can even plug it up your butt if you want. It's only gonna like give you scales or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Weirdly for me, it's giving me like really aggressive flatulence to the point where I bleed half the time. <laughs> That's hilarious. But here's the weird part. When it bleeds, it just comes out as like a red fine mist. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just start wearing a diaper. Nah, I need to find a mommy GF before I start doing that. Okay. Well, good luck with that. I wish you the best of luck. Here's good. Here's to good hunting. Yeah. All right, well, that has been the Our Better Days podcast. Thank you, thank you for listening. Um, tune in next time when we uh, kiss each other, probably. Thankfully, we got Discord working, so we could hopefully start to do this a bit more regularly. Yeah, shout out to Craig. Not the Craig from Malcolm in the Middle, but yeah, fuck, uh, Craig fuck that guy. Craig <laughs> the bot. Craig. Shout out to Craig the bot for recording this whole fucking podcast. Thank you. But, no, he's actually... Like, no, but for real, like, hopefully the audio comes in okay, and we'll probably get something better if, like, this gets bigger and, like, we get better equipment, but for now, this, hopefully, it'll work out pretty good. It's good. All right, thank you for listening, fuckers. Uh, Go fuck yourself. Goodbye.